Did you know that the air in Airbnb comes from the word air in air mattress? Did you know that Airbnbs aren't legal in Orlando? Welcome to the Orlando Real Estate Lifestyle Podcast, where we explore the intersection of Orlando real estate and your best life. I'm Phil Cruz, here to help you make the most out of your journey in the city beautiful. In this episode, I'll be discussing Orlando's massive and booming short-term rental market, AKA vacation homes. And if it's a good idea for you to invest in an Airbnb. I'll also tell you about some of the regulations Orlando has in place for short-term rentals and tips on how to manage your own short-term rental property. Real quick though, I'm a real estate agent and one of my main lead sources are listeners like you. Hit me up via DM on social media at underscore Phil Cruz, that's Cruz with a K, if you or a friend are looking to sell or buy a home in Orlando. Or just shoot me a text. My number is in the episode description. Airbnb has more than 7 million active listings worldwide in over 220 countries. In Orlando alone, there are roughly 3,500 Airbnb listings to choose from. And here's the dirty little secret. Not all of them are legal. I have a friend of mine, he's a fairly high level real estate investor, and he has a number of vacation home properties, what people might refer to as Airbnb homes, okay, short-term rental properties. The majority of his holdings are located in either the city of Orlando or unincorporated Orange County. In both cases, they're flat out illegal, okay? Well, why does he do it? And wait a minute, how has he owned them for years? And how is he making a killing doing it? Well, I told you it's a dirty little secret, they're not legal. It's also a dirty little secret that the enforcement by Orange County and the city of Orlando is really low, okay? It takes somebody blowing the whistle and they don't have the capacity at code enforcement to uh, enact or, or um, to follow up on their laws and catch people doing Airbnb properties. So my friend knows the risks. He does it anyway. Uh, and he you know, always has a fallback plan, which I'll get into shortly. Now, in Orange County and the city of Orlando, it is legal to rent out a room in your house. Okay, So if you guys remember back in the day when Airbnb launched, their whole gimmick was, hey, you can come stay at my house and I'll cook you dinner and you can stay in the extra room I have and you can make extra money. Now, you can still do that on Airbnb. All right. And you can still do that in the city of Orlando and Orange County. But what you can't do is you can't rent out your whole house as a short term rental property. OK, so be very mindful of that. Now, Osceola County, all right, which is just to the south of Orange County and, and is where Disney is located. You can, in many cases, legally own and operate a short term rental property, vacation, an Airbnb. Why? Because Osceola County, a long time ago, realized, hey, we got Mickey here in our backyard. And with all the hotels and all the other vacation homes going on, they figured we're going to make some tax money and we're going to make it legal uh, for you to do Airbnbs in a huge swath of land. And then they're going to charge the owner of those properties hotel taxes. You're going to collect the money. Okay. So there's specific, there's, there's huge vacation home rental communities that have been built and are continu being continued to be built 
down there in Osceola County. All right. These are massive resort style communities where all the homes are built with short-term rental users in mind, meaning almost every single bedroom has its own bathroom. We call those suites. So you might have an eight bedroom home with seven bathrooms. Okay. And they have trash pickup every day. There's no traditional United States Postal Service mail delivery. Of course, you can still get Amazon delivered. So people come in from out of the country, they come here and they order all kinds of stuff. Uh, these short-term uh, rental communities are not zoned for a public school, for example. Uh, so there's different taxes associated with it. And one of the big benefits, especially with the newer ones and the, the more expensive ones, is they have resort-style clubhouses. I'm talking full bars, restaurants, uh, lazy rivers, putt-putt golf courses, water slides, uh, really nice gyms, concierge services with shuttles to and from the parks. I mean, it's almost like you're staying in a hotel, but you're staying in a short-term rental community. Now, I mentioned the fallback plan. Let's circle back to if you want to, or if you already own a short-term rental or Airbnb in unincorporated Orange County or the city of Orlando, like my buddy, he has a fallback plan. As long as you're not in an HOA or homeowners association restricted community that has restrictions on leasing, you can rent out your home long-term. So that's the fallback plan. If you get caught, probably just going to get a warning. If it's a fine, you have to pay the fine. Call it a day, cancel your Airbnb service, go find a long-term tenant, and maybe you're going to make less money, but at least you can move forward and not have a fully failed investment or not have to sell your home. Quick side note, follow me and my show on iTunes and Spotify. Literally click the plus sign next to the follow on iTunes or hit the bell on Spotify and help me out by sharing my show by hitting the share show icon. You know, the little square with the up pointed arrow and text it to somebody you love or even someone you hate. I don't really care as long as they listen. <laughs> And you can take the link there and post it on your social media platforms if you don't mind. Now, while you're there, you might as well leave me a five-star review. I'm just saying. Okay. Maybe you're willing to take the risk of owning a vacation rental property in Orlando. Or maybe you already have one. Let me give you some handy tips to maximize your investment and avoid some issues. Number one is a big one. Are you going to hire a property manager or are you going to manage it yourself? I deal with questions almost on a daily basis from out-of-town buyers and from friends and local buyers. Oh, Phil, should I buy an Airbnb, a, a short-term rental property? The answer is maybe. If you're going to hire a property manager, they're going to charge you anywhere from 10 to 30% of the rental income and a monthly fee somewhere around a, a couple hundred bucks. I've seen it as low as 100. Usually it's around 150. Of course, he's Fees can vary and it's completely up to the property management company. As you might imagine, that can drain your profits quickly. If you manage it yourself, you get to retain that on average 20% management fee that they charge. Okay. That's for a lot of people, that is the profit margin. Now, what's your time worth? Okay. Do you plan on using the property? Right. These, these are things you're going to have to think about if you're going to hire a property manager. If you're going to do it yourself, that's great. 
Are you going to manage it yourself? That's fine. The Airbnb platform is easy to use, and there's other services, and there's other platforms you can purchase software available for managing short-term rental properties. Hit me up. I can point you in that direction. If you're not a handy person or you have an out-of-town property, like maybe you don't live in Orlando, right? You're going to need a handyman, someone to fix all the stuff that's going to break because it's going to break all the time, especially with people on vacation, right? Partying, kids, you know how it is. You're going to need a cleaning crew, all right? And you're going to need to make sure the property is set up for Airbnb. Now, you charge your clients if they break something. You charge your clients to clean the house and stuff like that. So that isn't necessarily going to come out of your pocket, but these are things you need to consider. Now I circle back to, do you plan on using it or not? For some people owning a short-term rental vacation property isn't about making the money. It's about having a place that they can stay when they're going on vacation and then having somebody else pay for it while they're not there. To me, this is an awesome and practical way of looking at it. If you can afford to buy a beach house over in Cocoa Beach where it's legal or New Smyrna Beach, okay? And you, you can rent it out when you're not using it. Go stay with your kids during the summer. Bang. Your profit, your profit associated with the Airbnb is really just you having a free place to stay. Now, really quick, in the state of Florida, I mentioned earlier, Orange County, Orlando, it's not legal. The state of Florida passed a law a few years ago that if a, if a municipality like Orange County, like Orlando, if they don't already have a rule on the books, they are literally not allowed to stop vacation on properties. Now, to me, that's government overreach, but it is what it is. The state of Florida will not allow a city like Cocoa Beach that didn't have an ordinance or rule or regulation on file to stop short-term rental properties. They will not allow them to do it. Kind of frustrating, but from an investor's perspective, it's great, okay? Now, back to the tips and how to avoid issues with your investments, okay? There are differences with loans. Most people, if you're listening to this, you, you probably aren't going to be a cash buyer. Maybe you are. But if you aren't, just know that there's loan differences. It is a little bit harder to qualify for a loan for a vacation home property or an investment property. You're probably going to have to put something around 20% down, but speak to a lender. They're going to have potentially creative opportunities. A friend of mine was able to use an FHA loan and get a super low interest rate and buy a quadplex. You know, that's a home with four units. And he worked with the lender and they got creative. So it isn't always the case. It depends on your specific profile. Now, if you're buying Airbnb, a lot of people don't think about this. You have to have it fully furnished. You have to buy the sofa, the bed, the sheets, the towels. You have to buy the plates, the, the forks, the cups, all of that stuff. And those are all things that can break, get dirty, and have to be replaced, especially big ticket items like sofas and beds. So better be factoring that in, not only in the upfront cost of purchasing, I'm talking about the furnishing, not upfront cost, but also what we'll call basically maintenance, which is to replace and repair those items. And if you're buying or have a vacation home down by Disney, one of those big resorts, the ones that make the most money and have the most people coming to rent them have spent literally hundreds of thousands of dollars on these big homes to pimp them out. I'm talking HDTV, high quality finishes, and in most cases, the bedrooms are decorated like you would not believe. I'm talking about X-Wing fighters from Star Wars installed as beds, Harry Potter rooms with floating lights, you know, minion rooms, and then arcade games, uh, game rooms with everything you could imagine. I mean, it, the sky's the limit with some of these places. And they can charge a premium. And, and this is key, if you have a decorated room, 
you have the best photos, okay? If you have high reviews, five-star reviews, and lots of positive comments and amazing photos of your property, that's where you're going to shine on Airbnb. And let me tell you, the photos come if you do a great job decorating and you hire a good photographer, there you go. But the reviews, the reviews are going to take time to build and you're going to need to and have a good property management manager do it or you really dog on your tenants to give you those five-star reviews. Once you accrue a whole bunch of reviews, great photos, you're going to start seeing your rentership go up and you can start charging a premium. Speaking of renters, it's always tough being a landlord. Let me tell you, I have a short-term rental property. I hire a property manager because I don't want to deal with the problems. Okay. I have long-term rental properties, regular traditional rental properties where I'm doing a year lease. In both cases, you're going to have issues with your tenants. You're dealing with people. Um, so note that on Airbnb, they can complain to Airbnb. And in most cases, Airbnb won't even check with you or they basically give the, the renters the power, most of the power, because they're the ones paying for the service. They're paying you as well. So if they complain about something, usually they give them a free charge and that comes out of your pocket in the, in the form of not being paid. So you want to be very careful about who you allow to stay in your units, check their reviews and make sure that there isn't complaints about them doing some shady stuff and going around the country and getting free places to stay by complaining. And of course, you want people that are going to take care of your stuff. Now, <clears throat> I mentioned earlier about the fallback plan for switching your property over to a long-term lease. Let me dig into that a little bit more for you, okay? I have a client who bought a property in unincorporated Orange County, and he understood the risk associated with the fact that it was not legally allowed to do Airbnb. He decided to do it anyway, okay? And it was working fine for him. He was making good money. Everything was going great until the neighbor got involved. This is something people don't realize. You might be thinking out there, I'm willing to take the risk, especially since I have the fallback plan. Well, what if your neighbor, or if you buy into a neighbor, you don't even know the neighbor or multiple neighbors. If they're extremely active in the community, they're probably going to quickly find out that you have a short-term rental property and they're going to blow the whistle on you. So you better be careful with the neighbors and you better treat your neighbors right. Okay. Now what? Now you have a home full of furniture. You got to consider this. So you're going to have to sell all that furniture and you've probably put smart locks in the home and done a bunch of other things to make that home really nice to lease out. So get rid of the furniture or put it in a storage unit. One of the good things for my friend, for my client, is that it's, now it's easier to manage. So he had to get rid of the furniture or you can leave the furniture in, and he didn't do this, but you could leave the furniture in there and you could actually rent it out fully furnished. This is a huge thing, especially near hospitals. I have a couple rental properties and some of the homes I built, you see doctors getting flown in from out of town on one, two year contracts, surgeons specifically, and they wanna stay in a fully furnished rental property so they don't have to deal with any you know, furnishing the, the, the house themselves, okay? So you could leave it and you could pay, you could charge a premium for a fully furnished property. Either way, it's easier to manage a long-term lease. Now be careful in vacation home communities though, with this point. I mentioned in a vacation home community, generally speaking in Osceola County down by Disney, there's no mail, services, trash pickup every day, which can be annoying. You don't want the trash truck driving by your truck, by your house every single day. And they're not zoned for schools. 
So in many cases, you're going to have rent, your, your renter, your tenants in long-term leases are going to be families. So you just want to make sure you understand that you're not going to be able to put a family that wants to be zoned for a school in one of those places, or they're going to have to work with a local school to make sure that they can get into that school or go to something like a, a private school. So Airbnbs can be a great investment and lots of people make good money owning them. There was once even an entire country listed on Airbnb, believe it or not. <laughs> if you have any questions about Orlando vacation rentals or vacation homes, hit me up. Of course, I'm also a home listing specialist and can help you sell your vacation home or any other property. And I'd be honored to help you find your next home. For more Orlando real estate and lifestyle tips, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at underscore Phil Cruz. That's Cruz with a K. And come on, just take the two seconds to like my podcast and share the link with your friends and family. And always know that your best life in Orlando is within reach. Keep embracing every moment. Cheers.